Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rendezvous and Review. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate you sharing your time with me. I'm Mecca and I am uh, going to tell you about the awesome gangbang that I went to um, last weekend. And I actually just also want to introduce my guest, Alex. Alex, would you introduce yourself, please? Hi, how you doing? My name is Alex. Um, from White Plains originally. Oh, fantastic. All right. So, um, okay. So we choose our rendezvous here. And um, so you have the choice of vanilla or kinky. Uh, vanilla usually encompasses, I mean, kinky usually encompasses everything. Vanilla, I will restrain myself and not dig into, uh, dig into deep into your personal life. Um, so which rendezvous would you prefer? Vanilla or kinky? Kinky for sure. Okay. Fantastic. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> what is your relationship status? Uh, I'm currently dating someone right now. Um, you know, that's pretty much all I would like to discuss at the moment. You know, definitely like to keep that private. Definitely not secret, but private. Okay. Um, and how do you feel about group dates? Um, they're very, I would say, pros and cons. I mean, pros because it's like, if you tend to be a shy person, I feel like maybe in a group setting, maybe you might be as less uh, nervous, a little bit more prone to want to talk because, you know, you're not the only one talking on a one-on-one. There's more like, you hear more ideas, more thoughts of other people that maybe you might have thought it might not be okay to bring up or, you know, shy to talk about me while someone else might be you know, more comfortable talking about it, thus, you know, maybe someone else bringing it up and saying it's okay to talk about it within a group setting or, you know, so it's not as looked at as like, oh, I'm the only one that it's okay, but I'll talk about this. It's like, okay, cool. Other people are willing to talk about certain things like in a group setting. Okay. So are you for group dating or against group dating? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, gonna... oh. Um, <laughs> sorry. It's like, yeah. I mean, I, I, like, I understand your response. I'm just saying like, so, um, as being like, I don't, I don't know if you're saying like you're the nervous person here, or if you were just using that as an example. But like for me, like I'm all for group dating because I feel like you know, time wise, people, you know, like we're busy, we're busy people. You know, we may have school, work, you know, we have family, you know, we have to make time for like all of those people. And so I'm definitely all for group dating. In your um, scenario, you're you're kind of saying like somebody may be like anxious or shy, and so group dating would work for them. Mm-hmm. So that was that mean that you're kind of like for group dating. Um, a little bit, yes. Okay. I would say like maybe, maybe, you know, uh, 60% because then also I know that when you're doing one-on-one dating, it's a bit more intimate, it's a bit more personal. So it's like, um, you're necessarily, those answers or questions you get from the other person is more relevant around you rather than more like consensus for like group dating. You know? Yeah. But I also, I feel like, you know, if you, if you are group dating and then you do get to have that chance with that person one-on-one. By that time, like the anxiety is probably gone. You know, the anxiousness is probably not there as much because I feel like you, I mean, from the group date, you probably should have like a better feel for the person because you kind of had, had the icebreakers already and, you know, what have you. So, I mean, I'm, I'm always all for group dating. I'm always going to be pro group dating. Um, but yeah, so we're going to talk about because you were actually there as well uh, at the gangbang. So I'm going to start with um like well no actually you start like so this was your first gangbang right yes that's true so not only was it mecca's first uh gangbang was actually my first gangbang um honestly it's definitely it was definitely a lot of um what's the word i'm looking for excitement because you know one thing is seeing a certain activity being done you know online and another thing is 
actually being in person for it. Um, so it was definitely a lot of, I wouldn't say expectations, but a lot of like, I already knew what kind of energy was going to be going there, what kind of uh, setting it was be. So it wasn't like, a, oh my God, surprise. It was more like, all right, cool. Like, you know, there's going to be a lot of excess, you know, and that's what a lot of like, you know, the, that game bangs are, it's a lot of excess of like, you know, sexual energy and stuff like that. So um, overall, I would say it was a good experience, you know, definitely, I wouldn't say it's a kink of mine where I partake, but it's definitely a kink that I would actually just view because of like, um, I'm not gonna lie, gaming is actually one of my favorite porns to watch online. So same here, yeah. And so it's just like I don't know, um, you know, I definitely, I feel like I, I definitely was turned on by it, but not necessarily because it's like partaking. Oh my god, like you know, I didn't partake whatsoever that night, you know. Actually, it was fully closed from the start of the event to the end of the ta- to the end of the the event. So, um, yeah, no, no, it was definitely a good experience. I would say as a voyeur, you know, my first time as a voyeur, really mm-hmm. realistically, you know. So, um, definitely enjoyed, it and I definitely knew that I was gonna enjoy it in person because, like I said, it's like if I enjoy it, you know, watching it online, you know, I definitely would enjoy it watching it in person. You know, kind of like a sporting event. So, right. Was there at any time like you felt like you wanted to participate? Not necessarily, um, because it's not like the, you know, the women weren't attractive. It's more just in the sense of just like, I don't know, like something in me wasn't necessarily like, you know, go ahead and, you know, go dive in. It was more in the sense of like, I kind of came in already pre like pre decided in my head to not participate regardless of who was there. It was more just in the sense of just like kind of getting my feet wet and seeing like, you know, be more of a voyeur in a sense, you know? And so, um... I didn't have an urge to want to partake really from whatsoever, you know. Did um did the host like try to get you to participate? Um, he did, you know, actually the host and the hostess did. Um and I did feel like they were trying to really pressure me in a sense, but not necessarily like, you know, holding you know, holding you know, very holding a gun to my head and saying, like, you gotta get undressed right now, no. It's more a playful type of Yeah, playful, mm-hmm. very but at the same time I know they were very pushy. Mm-hmm. So I also didn't necessarily like that too much because it's like, you know, maybe once or twice saying no was okay, then like, you know, the person should get the message. But it's like, you know, keep going and keep going. Especially in like settings like that where a lot of like, you know, especially in those kinky events, it's like consent is everything, you know. Right. You also gotta, you know, hear what the individual says you know so it's like if you're here keep hearing saying no and like you know for them to to want to be pushy you know it's just a little like um you know am i in the right place right now like for this thing and like do i want to necessarily partake in future events with this where it's like someone who is pushy it's like right because you always you always have the option of like just not going to any other future events um hosted by them um but would you go to another gangbang um for maybe perhaps as a voyeur um again like i said it's like i definitely you know so gangbang just like all together like isn't your thing no no like necessarily like you know there's a lot of like what's the word i'm looking for it's a fantasy necessarily not necessarily like a thing like you know i would partake like maybe if it was less like threesomes yes um because it's like it's less i guess more not intimate but more less you know you're, you're focused on just two people you're not necessarily having to you know, focus on so many, um, you know, people there in this in the setting, but um, you know, I would definitely go again as a voyeur, not necessarily partake. You know, um, and it was definitely you know fun, you know, going with friends too. So it's just right, like, yeah, it was fun going with friends. Um, <laughs> so in your kink experience, like how how long have you been in the in the lifestyle? 
Um, I want to say two to three years. I'm not too sure. Okay. Um, actively, actively, maybe only one year, which was my first year entering the kink world. Um, you know, because it was brand new to me and. You know, funny enough, I actually found my first kink event through Craigslist, which is very odd. Really? Yeah. Craigslist? Okay. <laughs> so I didn't uh, even know Craigslist had kink events on it. Me neither, you know. Um Was it it was it like the when they had like the like the hoes and stuff who used to post ads for what was it, the casual connections? Was it yeah. like, oh, okay? So okay. it was like, you know, even as a young kid, like, you know, I wanna see back when I was eighteen, you know, I I, I, I always wanted to like have like kind of like a a kink experience or a kinky experience because I knew it was out there. I just mm-hmm. didn't know where to find it. Right. And so it's like, um, then again, it's like this that specific situation. Like you know, I was actually tr- looking for used headphones, and somehow like you know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and so for like you know my my you know I'm I'm a very uh, sexually you know person, and so I was just like you know what like my mind like you know wandered a little bit. Let's let's go to the casual encounters and see what we find here. You know, mm-hmm. maybe there's bound to be someone that you know. Um, wants to be out there and stuff like that and wants to connect you know in a kinky connection and so what happened was i came across this act like this flyer saying about you know a certain uh location in the city and so i went and funny enough like you know before going in fully because i was still had those butterflies in my in my stomach because i'm thinking like you know this is one of those things where it's like you unveil unveil the the curtain and now everything else is like exposed it's there's no more like you know you see the behind the scenes of how people do magic tricks you know it's so what kind of king party was it it was actually a bdsm and swingers party okay and so the same thing were happening where it's like uh you know this first ever event where i you know saw gaming the same first event for the bdsm and swingers i didn't participate i just watched you know because it was very still new to me you know so were you like, did you go alone or did you go with friends? I actually went alone. Okay. Um, funny enough, I actually called my friends beforehand, um, before entering, asking them like, um, you know, should I go for it or should I not? Because at the end of the day, they were just like a 20 minute car ride away, you know? So it's like having that, of you know, possibility of just, you know, emergency exit and not having to deal with this whole experience. It's like, it was there. You know, and I was very much looking forward to them saying, you know, no, come pull up. And I would have done that. Right. But for them to really. They were cheering you on. <laughs> yeah, they cheered me on. Like, go, go. Like, if there's anyone who would, you know, participate in those kind of like activities, it'd be you, you know. And like, at the time I was very, you know, very reckless, very mm-hmm. open. I mean, I am still very, you know, open minded, uh-huh. not maybe not as reckless, you know, maybe, you know, in those settings, like I would have definitely brought a friend along. You know, be- so you went to your first your first swingers BDSM party and it just opened your eyes and so you've never looked back. You're like, oh yeah, this is for me. This is the lifestyle I want to live. Um, so I there's a lot of thing, a lot of sayings when people say either you know kink is them or kink is an on and off switch. I think for me it's like kink is that very is a very much on or off switch because, um, you know. I guess my mind has been trained already from like vanilla life like you know this is how someone i guess quote unquote normal would live and so right 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 you know when you're exposed to a different way of thinking exposed to all you know different personalities characters it's like you know you're kind of taken aback from it because it's like you know everything that you've known prior to that is like now you're questioning and you know it's like do i want to live my life this way right so i would say at this moment in time, kink is still a very on and off switch. It's just, it, I decide when to do it and how to do it, whether like you know, and I still you know have my vanilla life, 
um, maybe later on in life it's mixed together where it's like I kink is part of my life. Right. Um, yeah, but... no, I get it. I definitely get it because it's like for me, I feel like kink is definitely a part of me, and I feel like a lot of t- a lot of times I feel like because I en- I enjoy kink and I enjoy inter- an alternative lifestyle that that may be why like things don't work out for me sometimes because it's like I definitely look at women's butts. Like, I'll, I'll be the first one. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you see her ass? Like, oh, my gosh. Like, look at her butt, you know? So, it's like, that's one thing. And it's like, it's not that I'm a lesbian or I'm gay or, you know, that I want to be with women. It's just that, I, you know, I compliment women. And it's like, I, I find women, you know, sexy and attractive. And it's like, it's not to say that I want to be with women, but I'm very open about that. And so, it's like, um, like, this one guy, he's like, oh, yeah, so... Um, yeah, let's do this threesome. And I'm like, uh, yeah, just because I complimented a woman's butt, like that does not mean that, you know, I, I want to lick her vagina. Like that, there's two completely separate things. Um, but I do feel like just having that openness, having that honesty, because it's like, I feel like if I'm in a, um, a relationship, I'd rather that person come to me and tell me and talk to me about, you know, their fetishes and fantasies rather than them living an alternate lifestyle. Cause it's like so many guys who approach me and they're like, oh, you know, will you do this with me, that with me, or whatever? And I'm like, oh, like, are we talking a relationship? And they're like, no, I have a girlfriend. And I'm like, what? Like, like if you want a hoe, pay a hoe. You know, like, I just, I don't get it because it's like they want you to fulfill that fantasy for them and that role for them, and they want you to do it gratis. They want you to do it free. And it's like, no, like, there's doms out there, there's female dominatrix out there who do these things for a living, and you pay them, and they want me to just, like, do it for free and I also don't understand why a lot of people think that I'm a dominant woman which it's like I don't feel like I'm dominant or submissive I just feel like I probably was naturally submissive in the beginning and someone like took advantage of it so much to the point where I'm just like oh hell no like I will not be that for someone again all right so I kind of took it left let's go back to the uh <laughs> game the game bang all right so this being my first game bang I want to say that um the host and hostess, first of all, was shocked as hell that I was there because they had always been offering, you know, and inviting me to go to the gangbangs. And I'm like, uh, some of the gangbang parties that they had, you had to pay. Like, women had to pay. Like, even if it was just, like, something nominal as $10. And I'm like, I'm not paying. Like, if I'm the hot commodity and you want me there, like, I'm not paying to go to a gangbang. So that was, like, one of the reasons why I didn't go. And then also I didn't go because I really didn't have anyone to go with, like, um, I have a friend who she's also kind of like a warrior. She's never been to a gangbang. And we will always say, okay, if you go, then we're, you know, we're going to go together. But then the last person, um, I mean, the last party that this person had, um, it was a um, the party before this one that we knew about, because I haven't spoken to him in forever. But the party before this one, before he kind of like left the group, it was a no voyage allowed. And I was like, <laughs> I'll be damned if I go to a party where I'm not allowed to like just like have conversations or whatever. But this one was awesome. Like I said, it was, you know, it was um really good from the aspect whereas um, you know, they had shots, they had rules in the beginning, um, they had security at the door. Um, everybody there was like really nice. There were some really great conversations that happened before um the contest took place one thing that i found like really interesting was that if if this guy this husband would not have talked his wife into joining there would have only been two contestants 
And then it's like that that guy, he talked his wife into joining, and then there were three contestants. But I'm like, all of those guys for only two women, I was like, <laughs> oh, like, how would that have worked out? But anyway, it ended up being uh, three contestants. I mean, um, in that situ- not to cut you off, but in that situation, I mean, in a game being like where there's a lot of guys and, you know, even fewer girls, I would think that the contest would be even more close to neck and neck because now, you know, these guys have less options to choose from. It's be more Right, like, but, yeah, but, like, you ha- I mean, how many guys would you say were there? I think at the beginning it was, like, less than 10, but more than 5. And then- <sighs> yeah, so there was about maybe <laughs> about 10 guys. I'm, I'm going to say about 10 because there, yeah. there were a few guys. So in the beginning it was maybe about 10 guys. Um I don't know. I want to say maybe about 12 because, I mean, you count the, the guy with his husband. Um, I mean, the the two ladies with their husbands. Um, I'm going to I'm going to say it had to be at least about 12. I, I'm, okay. I'm thinking about 12 guys. Uh, but at any rate. Yeah. So you have like 12, 12 guys for these three women. And um, OK, so they were judging it based on. I think it was like how many they had, like. Uh, and charisma, enthusiasm was definitely right. another one. Um, what else was there? I think, so he, he was like, you can take breaks if you want to. But then also it almost seemed like he was kind of like discouraging the breaks because he was like, you know, um, you can take breaks if you want to. But like, if you keep taking smoke breaks, then, you know, everybody else is up here, you know, participating in the gangbang. Like we have to take that into account. So it was kind of like take breaks, but don't take breaks. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it was more like in the sense of like, you know, if you really want it, it's like, you know, a true, I feel like maybe he wanted to channel that inner really slut. It, like, it was from 930 to 1130. <laughs> and like, I just, I'm like, look, if you need a break, take a break. But at any rate, so I felt so, I felt really good. So my, um, I was uh, supporting my friend and like, I guess, you know, this had been her first time, like, being, being in a gangbang for so long that she forgot some things, and I was so happy, because I was like, look, I'm ready, like, I had, I had uh, dental dams, I had female condoms, I had male condoms, I had lube, I had paper towel, like, yeah, I had breath spray, like, I was so ready for her, I was so, like, uh, but she, she ended up not winning, which was, um, it was disappointing, but at the same time, it's like, you know, I was trying to, like, usher guys to her, but, um ultimately the winner from last year she won again uh one thing that i do want to mention is that like so guys like it started i want to say like it really got started around like 9 30 that's when the gangbang started and that's when he like announced the rules and all that other stuff and then as the night went on like more guys were coming obviously new york you know people just stuck in traffic whatever the case may be um they came late so they didn't hear the rules there was this one guy in particular who he felt my butt well, I was like grabbing a, a cookie and I was like, okay, like, you know, excuse me. Cause it was like one of those things where it's like, all right, I don't know if he like felt my butt, if he brushed up against me accidentally, like whatever. So it's like, I was just kind of like, oh, okay. And I, I kind of like just moved. But then later on in the night, I happened to be like standing by Alex and he like, he, he was like, oh, like that's you. And cause he touched my butt again. And I looked at Alex like, you see this dude? And he was like, oh, that's you? Like, I'm bad, my bad. Like, I'm sorry. So it's like, if it had not been for Alex, like, standing there, like, he he just would have, like, took liberties. And I'm like, mm. uh, I don't even think he said my bad. I think he just said, oh, you were him, and then just kept it pushing, to be honest, uh, like, from what I remember, at least. I, so. I don't know. I just know that he, igno- <laughs> he acknowledged you. So it's like, if it had not been for the fact that, like, you were standing there, mm-hmm. he would have just felt like, oh, yeah, it's okay. I'll just grab her ass. Like, you know, so one thing, ladies, I will say that, you know, 
it is helpful if you do um, have a guy in the lifestyle who's willing to go with you to a gangbang. Because I do feel like as the night went on, um, you know, the, the guys may have gotten a little bit more aggressive. And I feel like maybe alcohol may have been, you know, something to do with it. But then again, it's like, I really don't know because this was my first gangbang. But um, after the gangbang was over... I'm pretty sure orgy broke out. Like I, <laughs> I didn't stay for it. I, uh, you know, kind of, like in the host and hostess was were asking me to stay, but um, you know, I was just kind of like, you know, I, I had I had fun. Like I enjoyed it, and it was it was definitely my cue to leave because like a lot of guys, I didn't have a lingerie on. I had like just like a regular outfit on, and um, like there was like a guy who he he wanted me to put lingerie on and um. Yeah, I just I have a feeling that if I had stayed for the orgy, things probably would have been like a, a, maybe a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more, um, you know, trying to like really get me involved in, in playing and stuff like that. Well, here's the thing where it's like also too where when I initially entered the lifestyle that I actually really appreciate a lot was that when I, my first ever event, there was a lot of consent, you know, and I mean, maybe the maybe the venue was different. You know, there was definitely a lot more security at that first event I ever went to. Um, not talking about the game bang, talking about the swingers and BDSM. You know, I would say it was more professional in a sense because it was a public setting. It was a club, right? Yeah. Yeah, private private parties are always different. Like, I, I would expect lax at private events because, you know, the, the security is a friend of the, you know, the hosting. Right. You know, they just giving them a couple of dollars because they're a big dude or, mm. you know, because they look scary or whatever. Mm. So it's like, and then not only that, like, you don't know if the security is in the lifestyle because the security probably is just like in awe. Like what the fuck did I sign up for? Like oh my gosh! For like, sure. I mean, he definitely yeah. was getting his uh, his money's worth too. I mean, yeah. Like, I definitely uh, saw him looking. You know, any any time he could. You know, besides doing his job. But like I said, it's just like back to the whole. You know, even for you to be dealing with that, um, you know, person touching you and stuff like that. Like I would think that, um, you know, at least some consent. Because the biggest thing that I took apart, you know, from this whole even being in the in in the kinky world is that. Consent is very much appreciated and number one priority. Mm -hmm. And any inter interaction, you know, I even remember that um, my first event that someone approached me to say, like, to say hi, but they even asked consent, like, can I shake your hand? You know, so even the smallest things like that, like, it really opened my eyes, like, where it's like maybe vanilla people necessarily, like, let's just say if you go to a bar and, like, you know, there might be a little bit more raunchy, a little bit more, like, aggressive and. And, you know, there's not the whole consent thing. I mean, right. there is that we talk about it, you right. know, but it, it, but it's like, at least in the kink in community, like, I very much appreciate the whole consent thing because it's like you want to make sure that the two parties are on the same page. Right. Not, like, not one is being, like, feel like they're being overpowered by somebody, you know, so that's what I just definitely want to, like, you know, emphasize is that, you know, I'm not sure if this particular individual or this particular host allows a little bit more of, like, consent being, like, you know, washy, well, no, wishy-washy, I mean, you know? because he said, he said the rules, like, in the beginning. Like, he definitely said, he said it doesn't matter if you already played with them. Like, if you go to play with them again, just make sure that you're asking them if it's all right or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, he definitely stated that in the rules. Like, I remember him, you know, the, the rules about condom use, the rules about, like, everything. I remember him stating the rules. It's just that, like, these particular people came afterwards. Like, they came after the rules were... 
were said. And then also, like I said, alcohol can also play a, a, a role in it because it's like if you had too many drinks, it's like your logic and the rules like pretty much go out the window because you're like, oh, damn ass, I'm touching it. You know what I mean? Instead of being like, oh, wait, like I don't know this person. Let me make sure that I'm asking for consent. That's why like I'm like I, I kind of like stay away from private parties altogether because it's like I feel like unless you know the people and you've been around them after they've had alcohol, like you don't know how they're going to react. Like You don't know like what their reaction is going to be to certain things or rejection. Like, you know, cause you can be like, uh, like you can have sex with one person and then the next per- person comes up and they're like, Ooh, like you have sex with that dude and you don't want to have sex with me. You know, and then they get, they get an attitude about it. So it's like, um, like I said, it was interesting. It was fun. I would, I would probably go to another one. Um, definitely not paying. <laughs> I like, I refuse to pay, but you know, I'm definitely not paying. I would probably go to another one. Um, but again, um, like, I don't even know if it, it matters if you know the host or not. Like, I feel like it's, it's probably just, like, hit and miss about, like, the type of crowd that, you know, you inter- you encounter. Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, but then again, I feel like it's also always on the host to, like, do the best that they can to their abilities, you know, because at the end of the day, they, you know, private or even bigger parties whatsoever, you're at the end of the day, you know, you become an individual, you're presenting yourself, you know, the, like showing what's okay with you what's not okay with you and like i said like the biggest thing for me it's like insane it's like damn it's like you know for you to be a little you know wishy-washy with the whole thing it's just like damn it's like does is consent a priority for you because like you may say one thing but yet you know let other things slide and you're thinking like wait like you know actions actions don't match the words like i said i just i didn't want to like i I didn't i actually it's on me because i didn't mention it to host but i didn't mention it to the host mainly because like when the guy came in like, his face just lit up. It was like, oh, this is my boy. And so I'm like, oh, okay, like, you know, I don't want to, you know, harsh anybody's vibe. Like, you know, it's like, it's not like the first time I've been groped. Like, I know I got a, <laughs> I got a really pretty high body. <laughs> um, no, but. Uh, but, you know, no, I mean, like, overall, like, I definitely enjoyed myself, you know. um, Definitely not turned away from, from it, you know. Like I said, like, obviously, you know, uh, there was moments where you're just, you know, question something. But overall, I did enjoy myself, you know. Yeah, I had a good time. I just, like, also, I just realized how nasty guys are. Like, guys, 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 listen to me. If you're going to go to a gangbang, make sure your condom makes it to the trash. Like, please. <laughs> like, that, like, I'm, there's just, like, little simple hygienic things. And, that, and that's what I'm saying. Like, for me, like, you shouldn't have to tell someone to put your condom in the garbage you know what i mean like there's just little certain things to me and i'm just kind of like you never know like who you're gonna run into in these type of things because to me that's common sense but to some of these guys they like leaving condoms on the dresser i see i saw like condoms on the floor and i'm just like there was one on the dresser near the tv that like i almost brushed barely with my elbow and i'm like nah (laughs) like how am i even just a voyeur and i'm over here somewhat having contact with like you know someone else's jizz i'm like all right yes exactly exactly so like i mean there's there's a little bit of etiquette that i feel like you know was was not in place at this particular gangbang but like i said my first gangbang um, and there was a lot of, uh, a lot of pros to it. Like I said, um, they had a nice spread, you know, they had a, a lot of nice snacks and it was BYOB and, um, I shared my peanut butter whiskey <laughs> <laughs> with the host and a couple of other people. Um, I would say for like, for the most part, the, in the beginning, the crowd was um, like, the crowd was amazing. There were like really great conversations in the beginning before everything started. Um, and like I said, it wasn't until like later on, um, where the crowd, the crowd kind of got like a little bit like uh yeah <laughs> thank you for the good time <laughs> i will see you on the next venture 
Um, but overall, definitely, I would go again. Yeah. Um, I mean, I for sure. Check it out. I would definitely recommend to the ladies you ever need a friend to go with you to any kind of like you know gaming event or even a sexual event. I mean, think about it. Mecca was prepared. She brought condoms, female <laughs> condoms, paper towels, like boo. Look, if you ask me, I would definitely want someone. If if I'm going to an event, I would definitely want you know Mecca to be my my friend to come along because she's super I prepared. Was, yeah, I was prepared. I had my little <laughs> my Girl Scout hat on, and I had I was you know I was ready. Cause she forgot her stuff, and it's like if she didn't, you know, bring her stuff for me. There was a, another guy who, cause it was, it was also bring your own condoms, which I didn't see that on a flyer. Um, but I mean, I guess it's obvious for for general knowledge. I guess for people who usually go to gangbangs, that you're supposed to bring your own condoms. But um, condoms were not provided. They had uh, wipes. They did have wipes, but there were no condoms. Um, but yeah, so like I said, overall it was a good time. If you do need a wing person, if you're gonna be a contestant, you could definitely let me know. And, um, yeah, look, every time I go to the VA, I stock up on female condoms. I st- Look, I'm not even a lesbian, and I stock up on dental dams. I stock up on female condoms. I stock up on lube. I'm like, it's free. Like, you never know. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so what else? Is there anything, you wanted, anything else you wanted to mention about the gangbang? Um, I was, oh, I mean, well, oh, here's another perspective, too, that opened to me, like, besides the voyeurism was also um you know the part like like you said the participants if the husband didn't talk to the wife about you know participant they would have going too right um it also like made me you know uh think a little bit as to like um how these certain individuals especially the guys you know how they're so okay with you know their wives you know it's not their girlfriends not their friends it's, it's their wives, it's their wives. Yeah. so it's like you know it, i know in the lifestyle like these certain things are definitely you know um okay and like obviously you know it happens but it's just also like i said like i've only been in lifestyle for two three years you know my way of thinking is very different from like you know this whole lifestyle so it's just like for me to be like damn like you let this, your wife do this like anyone else outside of that event and inside of the community would have looked at them and be like yo like you're fucking up like you know you're you're not a man because you're like, right you know, oh so. right oh definitely i mean i feel but i feel like that's also part of male toxic you know toxic masculinity because it's like if the guy goes off and the guy has like all these girls and it's like oh yeah you know like he is stud like you know <laughs> oh look he got all these women you know what i mean but if a woman if a woman does it if it's like because it's like the whole cuck thing right it's like if if a woman has a, a guy who like stands by her and is dedicated to her and whatever and like he allows her to have like other partners and he's a cuck then it's like, oh yeah, you know, you're a beta, you're a beta, you just that whatever, whatever, and you talk down to the guy. And I mean, I feel like even it's like it's probably like that even for stags. Like they feel like you're not like a real man if you share your woman. But at the same time, like I said, if you have like a it's called a cuck cake. I think it's called a cuck cake. Okay. Yeah, I think it's a cuck I think it's called a cuck cake. Something like that. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> this is actually a definition I've never, I've never heard this before. Yes, I think up. it's called a cuck. I think it's called a cuck cake. But at any rate, so it's a woman who, like, she likes to share her partner. You know, like, she basically, like, goes out and she finds um, partners for, you know, her guy. And it's like, I've, I've always said, like, for, for me, anytime that, um, like, guys, like, they, they ask for threesomes or whatever. And I'm like... You think it's easy to find a woman who wants to be with, you know what I mean? Especially a straight woman. It's like you're asking a straight woman to find another woman for you to be with. And then it's like, all right, I forget the point I was trying to make. But at any rate, so a cupcake is a woman who, um, 
so it's oh maybe a cuck cuck queen maybe a cuck queen you mean cupcake cupcake female identified person maybe cuck queen well at any rate yeah so it's your um your husband or your boyfriend or whatever and you find partners for them um but so at any rate if if a if a woman is doing it and she's sharing her guy then like the guy is oh yeah look at him oh you know pimping you know but if it's a woman then if it's a guy doing it it's like oh yeah you know beta you know he's not a man you know whatever but it's like i kind of get it because like i said a lot of the cucks they want to be humiliated and they want and it's like i'm not like i'm i, I feel like i, I want to be like a positive uplifting person and it's like i can't see so me being in a relationship with someone especially with someone who i'm telling that i love and i care about you know, like degrading them and humiliating them and t- treating like any other man above them. You know what I mean? Because it's like I see that. Like I see where like the the cucks, like like they love it though. They like they love having this, you know, this dominant man come in and like take over and take control. And I'm just like, yeah, no, like I, I don't want to be with a man who takes orders and listens to another man. You know what I mean? I'm like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. look. I don't like knock anybody's yum. If that's your thing, by all means. Definitely for sure. I mean, in this kink community, there's so many endless possibilities of what people are into. You know, it's just like, so it's like you said, don't knock anybody off of their of their their likes. You know, it, it might not align with yours, but you know, at the end of the day, it's like you know, they everyone's a squirrel that's trying to get their nut off. You know, so yeah. Like I said, I don't I don't knock anyone. Like like I said, even for like the gang bang, I was talking to somebody. Actually, I was talking to Sasha about it today, and um. You know, I said, you know, gangbangs, like I can watch gangbang porn all day, every day, love gangbang porn, but that fantasy is not a reality that my mind is ready to handle. Like, I just, like the random penis, like, "Mm, where your penis been? Where your penis been? Like, "Mm, let me investigate this penis. Like, "Mm, what is that? No, 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 no. Your penis can't go anywhere near my vajayjay. I can't, I can't do it. And then it's like, like. Especially the aspect that is multiple guys, you know, because then it's like if anything goes down, it's like especially like I'm thinking like in that in that um, setting, yeah, in that setting, it's like imagine somebody came up with like what what is like something that you can catch even if you have a condom on? Do you know of anything? Oh, I don't know either, but you know, like let's say somebody's you know in a shitty mood and they're like poking holes in condoms or like somebody's not paying attention and the condom like comes off and you know they're still having sex and someone does catch something or whatever. It's like how do you track these dudes down to like find out like who gave you what or you know I, I don't I don't know I don't know. I okay, mean, maybe, I'm overthinking maybe, it. Maybe, maybe I'm yeah I'm overthinking. I, well, it. I mean then again maybe that's just part of the whole you know these certain things and it's just like you know you gotta also like you know um know who you're dealing with or not even know who you're doing you but, don't but, know but, but, but like, people, but, but, like they're but just roll like the dice random. and take the risk you know just <laughs> like, roll the dice and take the risk like, you know so you know it's like you know help me out lord <laughs> give me this random this random penis hopefully i don't get anything no but look i look so it's the same way where you were saying like about society and stuff it's like i really do like sometimes i do wish that i was like that more open like that much more open and that's mm-hmm. why like when i did have like cooks approaching me i was like oh like they'll help me be more promiscuous because i was like people swear up and down like i'm so promiscuous and i was like no like i just have a hot body like you know i'm like jessica rabbit like i was just drawn this way <laughs> you know so it's like but i'm I'm not and it's like i'm not prudish but at the same time it's like i don't just like you know jump into bed with anybody either but it, it does seem like these women have like such a great time even the one thing that i did realize also is that like so you know how like when you're with your partner 
and you're having sex and you communicate with them and you're like, oh yeah, like I like that, that feels good or could you do this or whatever. Like with this, it was just pure primal. Like I don't care if she getting off or not. Like I'm just, you know, and it's like, I, I noticed that and I was like, is it like, how, like for me, like would that really be pleasing to me? It's like, they're not, they're not caring about my needs or like how I feel about the, you know, the sex. They're just kind of like, ooh, like, like take it, take it, take it. Like this is how I like it. Well, I mean, in that sense, it's like maybe, you know, in a very more one-on-one setting, it's a lot different, you know, and this setting it's like you're talking about multiple dicks at the same time so maybe that brings out a different energy a different right, pleasure out of you that you're not it. you know i mean yes you can be like no not that spot like no move, move to the little to the left you know what <laughs> well, I mean? talk, well talking about that actually it's funny enough the the husbands actually were telling the guys you know i, I mean maybe you know oh, they were guiding them in direct a little them. bit too okay. like yo you know do this do that you know because i mean then again they're that is their husband you know they would know right, best right. you know yeah definitely um I actually, it's funny enough. So, um, I actually did get encouraged by the by the husband of one particular particular wife to to jump in, um, but I just like kind of kept quiet. This funniest husband. Yeah. He was just trying to get her to win. He was. I know, to- I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm over here like I'm over here standing with my hand, my my arms crossed, you know, um, in a corner, not necessarily like I didn't even like I said fully clothed. Like I didn't even didn't even take my dick out to jerk off. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like. For him to see me like that, it's like, it's like you know, would the guy take a little bit of a hint? Like, you know, because it was twice, I would believe he, he asked He's me. He's trying to get you to... Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, they're like, oh, no pressure, no pressure. But then everybody's like, oh, like, take your clothes off. Take yeah. your clothes off. Don't I'm get like, me wrong. Like, but no pressure, no pressure. I mean, don't get me wrong. I feel like Bunny's husband was definitely, you know, um, very friendly about it. Very, uh, what's the word? Um, you know, nonchalant. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't maybe as... You know, like I said, only twice. You know, like I said, the host, hostess, you know, maybe they were a little bit more, you know adamant of wanting to you know uh to change my mind um the husband was more relaxed about it and like you said it maybe must have been just for the contest so <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was trying to get her numbers up all right so um we are at the part of the podcast where we move on to the questions and so we have chosen three random questions um you, you pick them so you can choose in what, whichever order that you want to to ask them cool. and yeah we'll, we'll both uh, take turns answering them so the first one I actually pulled was, uh, what is something you have struggled with your entire life? Um, did you want to go first? or? Um, you can go first. Okay. Because you read the question. You know what it is. You probably <laughs> already have an idea. Um, something that I've struggled with my entire life is definitely keeping my emotions in check. Um, you know, I've noticed that even at a young age and even now recently, you know, a lot of uh, sometimes my decision making or my rash decision making is based on emotion. You know, and me per se, you know, I've definitely went through a life chi- life changing uh event that uh was what tested my my emotions to the max, you know, and especially in a closed environment where, you know, there was no you know, let me come back to this later on. Like, no, you had to tackle on everything that may- same day, that same moment. And so, um I still struggle with it now, maybe not as much before the this important event, but um definitely struggle with you know making decisions with a cool head you know thinking more you know with my brain and what the consequences may happen with this certain decision makings you know rather than like you know basing it all emotion whether it's sadness you know rage you know because i definitely admit that i'm one of those people that's like i feel emotions 110 percent. you know sometimes it's like if i feel mad it's rage if i feel sad it's depressing you know it's all these emotions are definitely amplified and so um I feel like 
it's just being able to do action or say things with uh, not having too much emotion in it, you know? I mean, don't get me wrong. The setting, obviously, you know, requires, you know, certainly, you know, emotions to be involved or not. But, you know, definitely keeping my emotions in check when making certain, you know, decisions, for sure. Okay. Would you say that you're more of a hot-headed person? Or is it like, are you talking about like negative versus positive emotion? Mm, both, actually. Because when I'm overly happy, like, I'm it's just like i'm through the roof you know and like i definitely like um you know uh show it on my face you know the whole over happiness as well um but also too it's like i am definitely a, a hot tempered person you know um especially you know if alcohol is involved you know i feel like that's another thing too it's like i've been consuming less and less because i know that when alcohol is involved like you know my temper is very very short mm-hmm. you know even the slightest little spark can just whoosh, you know, I, I get it. blow yeah. up the whole building. So, um, but no, um, definitely uh, wanting to, you know, control it more or at least have it under my, you know, under my, uh, in my hands rather than like having it just go. Whoosh. People being able to say or do whatever and you be affected by it. So if you don't mind me asking, like, what are you doing to help to regulate your emotions? Um, sometimes I'll, what I'll do is I'll, I'll think of the consequences of what happened. Like, you know, I'll play little mini, like, I'm the guy to, like, visualize little mini scenarios as it's as the situation's going. And so, um, you know, think of, like, if I do this, like, you know, what's the consequences? But very millisecond kind of thinking, you know, thinking, all right, let's just say, for example, if I have a disagreement with a coworker, you know, if I scream at them or if I, you know, hit them, whatever it may be, it's, like, the consequence of me being fired. So it's, like, you know, I'd rather much bite my tongue of, you know, by anyone, you know, I'd rather bite my tongue and not let people get under my skin rather than me baiting into what they want to get out of me, which is a reaction. So, um, definitely have a scarred up tongue <laughs> from the last couple of years. So, okay. yeah, yeah, definitely holding my tongue too, because my tongue, my, my mouth can definitely get me in some trouble. Man. <laughs> All right. So for me, um, says what do I have trouble with? What do you? What, what is something you have struggled with your entire life? So, um, I, w- I mean, I would say it's my entire life because I remember it from my childhood, but I just remember like being younger and not being fat, but like people always calling me thick, calling me thunder thighs and stuff like that. And, you know, just seeing people on TV, them being like skinnier and, you know, just so it's like, I've, I've always been like, I guess an athletic person. Like I've always like try to like keep track of my weight like I remember being in like elementary school on like dexatrin you know what I mean just because like I I wanted to have like a thinner body like a slimmer body and it's like even um like now you know it's like people like oh you're not fat you're not fat and I'm like okay I I know that I'm not fat but it's like I'm just not like I don't have like body dysmorphia or anything like I don't look in the mirror and be like oh you're so fat you're so fat it's just that I know that it's within my control to like be healthier to be you know where I want to be and it's like I I don't necessarily take the responsibility that I need to take sometimes Mm -hmm. because it's like I love going out oh my gosh taco Tuesday (laughs) y'all like let's go and get some margaritas and some tacos you know so it's like you know I need to like find I need to find that balance I need to have that balance where it's like you know I I do the work like I put the like oh my gosh I would love to find like a running partner like so, so if that's you out there and you live in the lower Westchester area and you want to run with me on a regular basis, like I'd love that. Like reach out to me. Um, but yeah, that's one of the like weight is 
one thing. And it's, I, I already mentioned my sugar addiction. <laughs> like, there's so many things wrong with me. <laughs> no, 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 you can't think like that. I mean, no, but more, I'm just saying. It's, it's, just, it's you, you know, and it's like, nothing. Oh, no, I can embrace mean, it. I definitely yeah. embrace it, but I'm just saying, it's like, you know, I already mentioned the sugar addiction, so now it's like, we're, we're you know, we're, we're digging deeper, like I said, but this is why we do the questions because it's like we get to know people on a deeper level when we ask these questions. So I mean, don't get me wrong. I feel like I've definitely been on the same, you know, perspective like you had about, you know, being thicker. You know, as a kid, I was much wider. I was always the wider kid, you know, bigger, you know, even adults. And, you know, like, um, would it be in a very subtle way to tell me I'm fat, but not necessarily tell me I'm fat. They'd just be like, you're husky. And <laughs> and so... Husky. Yeah, right? I even, I remember uh, Sims back in the day, there was like a a suit store i think it's called sims or something like that and i remember like one of their things was like the the sizing was husky and like i remember all the time like i would get husky <laughs> and so um i definitely struggled with that a little bit maybe body image but then again like you said it's always under your power so it's mm-hmm. like i was able to you know be the disciplined you know enough to like change my body and exactly. i mean don't get me wrong yeah. it's, it's definitely a work in progress mm-hmm. But, but you uh, put the work in like you, you yeah, definitely yeah. put the work in so. um and you know it's like it's something that you know even uh uh Someone else said, you know, it's like there's two ways you can look at it. It's an immediate gratification going for that taco, taco Zuse and, yes, and drinks. Give me the taco. <laughs> oh, I'm choosing. I'm choosing. The, look, I'm going to live my best life. Like we're mm. not around forever. And it's like I can deprive myself or I can just live my best life, hang out with my friends. Like I went out last night with Kathy and we had such a great time. And it's like I'm not going to be like, oh, well, I already went out on Tuesday. Like I'm not going to go out again, you know, mm-hmm. on Saturday. It's like, no, like, you know, my friend Kathy wants to go out. Like we're going to go out and. You know, I'm gonna live my best life. Like it's like I'm I'm in the house. Like I wouldn't say I'm in my I'm in my house like a majority of the time. And I'm I'm in my house. I'm working. So it's like you know you have to enjoy those those little things. Yeah. But um, I would yeah, just say no. moderation though. I would just say moderate. That that's the thing. Like in moderation is the first thing. Look, like I said, <laughs> I I take full responsibility uh for for my weight and look the the looks that I was getting gang bang night like oh that was that did everything for my ego like I felt so good even though I know they just wanted to get their wig wet even though I just I knew that they just wanted sex it's like even though I was not wearing lingerie and the amount of guys who were just like like what's your story like who you here with the guy who brought me a cookie he's you know he's like uh, but it, you know it's, it's like that that did everything for my ego and it, it made me realize it's like look like you can still get it. You can still get it. You know. It's funny enough. It's like thinking about it. I feel like you got more eyes and more questions asked about you, and you weren't even a contestant per se. And <laughs> yeah. I'm here like, and I'm thinking like, damn, if Meku actually participated, I think she would have just blown everyone else by the water out. Look, you know? I'm telling. Like, I'd rather keep it a mystery. <laughs> it's like you know, it's like if they have the nana, then they're like, oh yeah, I had that. But if they don't have it, then it's like, oh yeah, I want that. You know what I mean? Just saying, bunny. If Mecca ever decides to start doing <laughs> game bangs, your crown is definitely being taken away. I'm telling you, they're all gonna want it. <laughs> Okay, what's the next question? All right, next question. If you could instantly master three skills, what would they be? Mm, you want maybe, me to go first? Yeah, this time you go first. All right, so three skills. All right, so um, little known fact, when I was younger, I wanted to be a choreographer. Um, I loved Debbie Allen. I, obviously, I loved Michael Jackson. I loved um, fame. I like I anything that had to do with like dancing, oh Paula Abdul, like oh my gosh, like those were like just really really mentors in my mind because I wanted to be a choreographer, like I wanted to dance and I wanted to do stuff like that. So it's like if I were able to, um, let's see, three things. I would say if I were able to play an instrument, if I had a great singing voice, 
what you have um, a great voice already what what do you mean have a great singing but voice? i'm saying it's like i don't have the i don't have the voice that would like you know bring me like multi-million dollars like like bring me contracts and stuff like like i have a good karaoke voice but thank you thank you for that <laughs> um yeah so instrument um if i can play an instrument if i could sing very well and um dance because i like that would be like my trifecta like that would be like like the absolute everything like since my childhood like you know just me being a choreographer like me dancing and singing and you know rocking out like oh my gosh i would i would absolutely love that so how about for you um for me i would say dancing for sure you know um i feel like i have rhythm even though people say it's either you have or you don't i feel like i have rhythm i just don't have structure to my dancing because it's like (laughs) i'm very much like if i feel the music my body's going everywhere you know like there's no necessarily like oh like you know i like this music but you know this music you know uh tells me to move in a certain way i'm like no like i want to just dance everywhere you know and that definitely that guy that just you know okay. just, just just start just doing whatever on the dance floor just so to, no bachata no merengue no no i know i'm spanish no i know i'm spanish and like you know don't get me wrong my folks were always trying to get me to learn dance because they always told me like you know i'm gonna need it later on like especially when i want to talk to girls like they're like girls love dancing and even as a kid you know i was very naive i'm like mm-hmm. ah, like if i don't like dancing i'm gonna find a girl that doesn't like dancing either you know but mm. then again i noticed that a lot of more oftentimes like girls love dancing so right. I'm like, your I'm parents like, were right your parents i was like right. sucks like i should have i should have listened to them mm. but dancing for sure won and my second one would be to learn a new language very quickly. Mm, you know? That's a good one. I feel like a lot of people sometimes don't, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not merge worlds, but like in a sense of like communicate with people and, and you never know what that person may inspire you or may tell you just because it's that language barrier right sometimes you know even in like for me in public or work it's like you know i'll i'll say one thing in their language and it's like that whole shockness of like wow <laughs> like you know that like like and it's like they're more prone or they're more uh like wanting to like keep talking to you because now it's like you you understand a little bit more you know it's like yeah i know i get it because guys try to talk to me like I'll, I'll say one thing in spanish and they try to have a conversation and i'm like lo siento <laughs> like, yeah, i'm sorry like that, that's all i know how to say i'm sorry <laughs> exactly that's, that's the same thing i do too yeah. it's like i'll say like Eu falo português, like to like maybe Brazilian and Portuguese people, and mm-hmm. then they'll be like, "Oh, tu falo português." I'm like, "That's it." <laughs> but at yeah, least it's like right. you know, I, they get I, excited. Yeah, yeah, like you Their know, native I, tongue, they want to talk. And so it's just like you know, um, I like at least for me, it's like I definitely like that icebreaker, and like I definitely like that whole catch off guardness. Okay, you know, and like it, like I said, you never know, you know, because there's a language barrier, you know, maybe you don't necessarily get to know someone else's ideas just because they can't articulate the words and in, 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 a, in a common language not common but you know very universal it. language right, is right, English right. you know so okay so the third yeah. skill would be um I guess more more outgoing well not outgoing but more like living out my comfort zone or I don't know if that's a skill I mean I mean no I get it like you yeah. you want to be more outgoing yeah like, like less of know. an introvert do you feel like you're an introvert I don't think I'm an introvert I just feel like maybe you know I've been at least a couple of years like kind of focused on my own thing and focused on a certain way but definitely want to be more like you know open to to new possibilities like you know maybe that I'm not sure if you remember that movie where 
his uh, his name is Yes Man. Oh yeah. And he said yes to everything. And I feel like in that movie, I haven't seen it, but I've seen clips of it. Mm-hmm. Like he started doing things like he wouldn't even dare think, but because you know he has to say yes to everything, like you know his whole world's you know open to all these things. So definitely more, you know, more. F- I was sort of looking more willing to say yes to no to, to new new experiences. You okay, know, be such more as open. Yeah, be be more open minded. I get it. All yeah. right. So, what is the last question? So, the last question actually says, "What was the most memorable gift you received?" All right, you go first this time. So it's actually one that I actually recently got from you. Uh, from me. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, I was actually looking at it earlier today, because um, I was actually having a pretty rough day. And, um, you know, when I got home, it's like, you know, it was my first time being home from, you know, hearing some very uh, traumatizing news. Um, And so while I was getting home, because at the end of the day, I mean, I'm just speaking for myself. you know, my my home is my safe haven. I feel the most safe. Oh, definitely. There. My house is my sanctuary. <laughs> I tell people all the time. I'm like, do not bring that here. Like, uh-uh, we don't do that here. You know, um, don't get me wrong. It's definitely not always been like that. But at least now where it's like where I'm at in life, it's like it's definitely one of those things. That's good. Um, and so while I was opening my home, it's like I also was looking at my key. And like, so funny enough, it was like looking at the words. And so the words here says, may you be proud of the work you do the person you are and the difference you make you know so you know everything that you know i've had in a very eventful week you know and i definitely feel like the work that i've done you know i'm very proud of you know the person who i am and the person who i want to be um is definitely you know i'm definitely heading in that right direction and so you know i do want to not only be a difference in my own world and my own individual standing but the people around me mm-hmm. and so just looking at that kind of put a smile on my face and you know that's good and i'm, I'm glad that <laughs> i was able to give you that yeah, gift that it know. made a, a difference in your day today and yeah. that you can you know look at it whenever uh you do have those days where you feel like you know you need a little bit of comfort so that's yeah. awesome you know and especially you know from you it's just like it's a very meaningful gift and you know i definitely cherish it a lot you know, and it's in, in certain instances like this where it's like, you you know, the least thing that you, you know, you're expecting, like I said, I'm opening my door and it just so happens to look at my key ring. And so, you know, I take the time to look at it, read it and like, you know, it kind of gave me like that. All right, cool. Like, you know, like, like not saying everything's going right, but like mm-hmm. at least, you know, you have those people in your support system that, you know, are not, not necessarily are family or blood, but, you know, that are looking out for you and trying to make you you know be supportive which is also great awesome all right um so for me uh the most memorable gift i received were, were actually gifts um when i turned 18 my mom brought me 18 gifts and like each gift was like better than the next gift like it was amazing because it's like i was not expecting a gift and i was not expecting it to be 18 gifts but it's like as soon as i opened one gift and it was like, but wait, there's more. And then it was something else. And um, so it's like, if I if I remember, like, you know, it was like a ring, a necklace, a bracelet, an anklet, um, clothes. Um, it was just so many things. And it was like, it was just such an amazing uh, birthday for me, you know, turning 18 and getting 18 gifts. Um, and I'm actually about to go see my mom, too. So it's like, I guess that's also what made me think about that. But yeah, that was like one of the most memorable things because I feel like it was the first time that um like anybody like definitely went above and beyond like amazed me just completely um 
you know, just showed out for me. And, you know, I, I was really, uh, like, I'll never forget that because it was like I was just so beside myself. I was like, oh, my gosh, I felt like such a princess. All right. So we are at the point where um, you tell me what you are manifesting. Well, honestly, I mean, what I read earlier, you know, big deja vu moment, by the way, guys. <laughs> so, you know, literally what I just read, you know, be proud of the work I do, you know, the person who I am, who I am and the difference I want to make. I definitely want to manifest that moving forward. You know, I feel like where I'm at in my life right now, you know, I am 26 and it's just like, you know, it's like everything, you know, this is the point where it's like people start, I guess, adulting, you know, start making certain decisions where it's like, you know, you, you can't be a kid anymore or not say kid, but you know, do reckless things that kids Well, do. I want to say it's, it's, it's different for everyone. Cause yeah. I've been adulting pretty much since like 17. So <laughs> for everybody is yeah. different. I mean, like, you know, it's like, for me, it's just like, you know, um, I've I've definitely been very family oriented, you know, at a young age. It's always been me, my folks, you know, versus the world, you know. So it's like, um, I would always like, I guess, lean on them as a crutch. And so it's like, I'm just getting to that point where like, I want to be able to be my own crutch. I want people to crutch on me. Not necessarily like, you know, wanting that, but like being able to be stable and people look at me like, oh, this is a stable guy. Like he, like he, he, he knows what he wants. He's go getting and stuff like that. But not necessarily like a, uh, exterior motives but more like myself like you know um and so the last couple of weeks you know for sure has been more like a me taking reign in my own you know path and so i'm proud of it you know i definitely believe i have the greatest great support system right now to do that you know and so i just got to roll with it and kind of just you know make you know make make something out of it you know so at least in my perspective it's like this is the age where it's like all right you know you want this out of life this is what you got to do to get there. You know, are you willing to do it? Are you disciplined enough? And so it's just like, you know, looking back at that, you know, that gift today, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm ready to take on right. the world. I'm ready to do all this. You know what I'm saying? It's awesome. just like, and, and for like, you know, recent opportunities to come arise, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, you know, it's up to me either to make it, you know, from this opportunity or fail from it. And so this is definitely one of my bigger tests, I feel like, in recent history. It's like, all right, like, you know can you do it, you know, what you want to be, you know, I definitely want to be a leader, and I feel like, um, at least, uh, the opportunity I've been given, it's like, all right, let's be a leader. Nice, awesome, great manifestation, I'm, <laughs> I look, I'm, I'm rooting for you, thank you, you know, thank have you, your back, yeah. all right, so, this concludes another episode of Rendezvous and Review, um, thank you for listening, uh, you can reach out to me, if you ever want to hang out with us on a second Saturday, uh, you can reach out to me at rendezvousandreview at gmail.com. Um, I'm on most social media. Uh, I'm on Snapchat. I'm on Instagram. Um, on a bunch of different stuff. We actually have a Facebook page. Um, you know, facebook.com forward slash rendezvousandreview. You can keep up to date with uh, things there. And um, Definitely don't hesitate, guys. You know, she... You know, a lot of people are like hesitant. I know, you know, it's a, it's a person that you're not, you know, familiar with and stuff like that. But, you know, at least from my, you know, own experiences, like Mecca's definitely one, someone that's, you know, very open-minded. She's not going to judge you, you know. So definitely make it those second Saturdays, guys, because I feel like, you you know, you'd get definitely a lot out of it, you know, rather than be like, oh, my God, like, why did I go to that? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. So before, before I, like, wrap it up, wrap it up, is there anything that, like, you wanted to promote? Like, do you have, like, any... Um, you know, anything that you want to promote or your end? Um, 
Not necessarily. I mean, okay. I was definitely put on the spot. <laughs> well, I mean, I've, I've been asking, especially because, you know, when I interviewed Anthony, I realized because he has a business and stuff. So I was like, you know, I mm-hmm. wanted to give him the opportunity to promote his business. But, you I know, mean, but guess, his, yeah. his, his thing was to, you know, promote coding, which I completely understand because he is in <laughs> IT. But all right. But no, if yeah. you don't have anything to I promote, mean, it's fine. I mean, no. I mean, in that sense, yeah. I mean, uh, guys, uh, I'm not necessarily certified yet, but I am going to be a personal trainer in the future. So hopefully crossing... My fingers the next coming fourth months I'll have that certificate. So if anyone's, you know, wanting to change their life through fitness, you know, I'd definitely be that guy, open minded, very friendly, you know. Um I've been there before, you know, I've lost, you know, fifty pounds you know, since pandemic, you know, so I understand, you know, uh the struggle, you know, the grit before the glory. So um definitely would uh I guess put my own personal training like when later on when I have it, you know. So I'll keep you posted on that, like once he gets his uh social media up and all that other stuff. But until next time, you have a great day.